Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this edition of the Best of Garage Logic. It's Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios. The boys will be back next Monday after the new year. So we're going to put together a couple of shows this week to entertain you and kind of hold you over until the beginning of the new year. So this one we get requests for every single year. I sometimes try to do it before Christmas takes place. But here it is in its entirety. Yes, the Christmas light rivalry. In its entirety, here on the best of Garage Logic. Merry Christmas, GLers. Say, I've uh, been working on this little scheme that I wanted to pull on my neighbor for almost a year since I uh, had heard some of the stories that people had called in with uh, Christmas lights and things that they, uh, practical jokes that they pulled on their neighbors. Mm-hmm. So here's what I did I live out in the country and I'm quite a ways away from my neighbor. So I had to figure out how to connect into my neighbor's electrical outlets in his barn that he used for his Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we went to the uh, local establishment and we bought about 2,500 feet of electrical wire. Mm -hmm. We ran the electrical wire while he was at church one weekend over to the one side of his barn and back. Mounted a switch right outside my patio door where I could see his house and his lights. Mm-hmm. The next Sunday, while he was at church, I went over, got into his barn, and hooked up to the electrical outlet that he uses for his Christmas lights, the wires that I ran. Mm-hmm. Well, Sunday night comes, and he's outside, and he turns on his lights, and I waited for a little bit, and he's kind of standing there admiring his thing, and I reached out my patio door and flicked the switch, and his lights went off. <laughs> And I did it, hooked it up so that it would only shut off part of them. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones that are the highest up on his barn. Mm-hmm. So he stands there for a little bit, he runs in the barn and flicks a few switches, and I turn the switch back on when he comes back out so it looked like they were on. You're <laughs> nice. not, you didn't do this now. You did not set this up to rob him of electrical power. You did it to just drive him nuts. Just to drive him crazy. You know, I'm telling you, I've been laughing so hard this weekend, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Every time he would walk out of the barn, he'd get about halfway over, and he'd stop and turn, you know, to admire his work. Yep. And I'd hit the switch. <laughs> so, last 9.30, he's up on the barn, <laughs> taking his lights down. <laughs> and he's fiddling with them and messing with them. Okay, I'm going to drive over there. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing up there? <laughs> I, I turned the switch on so the power's right. Mm-hmm. Jump in the car and drive over. Man, I just wanted to come and compliment you on your light. Mm-hmm. Oh, he says, yeah, but God, I don't know what's wrong. He says, I got this one group up here. It comes on and goes off, and I don't know. I must have something wrong, and so I'm checking them out. Mm-hmm. Well. Jeez, I don't know. I said, did you put like one of them flasher bolts? No, no, I got them so they're on all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, plug them in. Let's see what happens. So he plugs them in. Of course, they work. I said, well, looks like you got your problem fixed. I'm going to head home. <laughs> I went home, and in the meantime, you know, he's put his ladder away and everything else. But Getting ready to be proud again. He, yeah, he <laughs> thinks he's got it fixed, right? <laughs> so... As I as I watched him, he gets to the house, 
And he turns around and gives it one more look, and I hit the switch. <laughs> Next thing, he's got him and his wife out in the yard. And I'm standing at the house, and I turn them on, and turn them off. And I turn them on, and turn them off. <laughs> now, he, he hasn't figured out yet what I've done. Oh, what and if the he... only way he's going to be able to figure it out, <sighs> I actually ran it into his box in the barn. Right. So there's no way. I mean, he can't see the wires. I made sure I got him up in the rafters and everything. Well, this so, is fantastic. So he calls me. Mm-hmm. He's is this friend. guy a good friend of yours? Oh, yeah, we're really good buddies. All right. Yeah. yeah. We're really good buddies. He calls me up. He says, Greg, i got the dangest thing going on. I, I can't figure out what's going on with my lights. He said, just a few minutes ago, he said, they were going on and off and on and off. <laughs> he said, I, I even went out to the barn after you left and, and tore apart the socket to see if maybe there was a short in there. But oh. everything's perfect. I don't understand what's going on. This is pretty good. Well. So to tell you what, when I get home Monday night, we'll take a look at it and see what we can figure out, and yeah. I'll come help you. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, that's great. He said, why don't you bring your ladder, and we'll you know, go up. So tonight, I'm going to go up. We're going to check everything out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything's going to work. And you'll just be, it'll be perfect. Yep, and I'm going to go home, and I'm going to let him savor it for one night that yep. it works. <laughs> And tomorrow night, he always goes out to feed the animals. And as soon as I see him walking towards the barn and turn the lights on, he steps outside and waits to switch again. What if the guy's listening to the show? Well, he he's a paramedic. He could very easily be listening to the show. I, I'm not sure if he oh. listens. Yeah, I never did think about asking him that. <coughs> even, even if he is listening, Joe. Yeah. It's already been well worth it. Oh, I wish I knew where you guys were. I'd come out there and park just to watch this. <laughs> this is pretty good. See, what I like about it is you've, you've spun off. Remember last year the guy called, and he, he was running his lights off his neighbor's electricity. I thought about that. But no, but you, you've I... taken it to a new level. You're merely having fun, but you're not draining this guy's electricity. You've just run a switch to your house so you can drive the guy nuts. Yeah, see? Oh, this is Which good. Is more this fun. is more fun. The hardest sell was, you know, obviously to the wife. Well, what do we need all this wire for? You know, you know what would really blow his mind? If somehow you could get over there without him knowing it and exchange uh, a whole string of white lights... For, for colored ones. Oh, that's a good idea. And, and then all of a sudden... When he goes to church. Right. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're, they're running fine. They go off. They come back on. They're red. The guy will go nuts. Let me say to the guy, what the heck did you put color bulbs in there yeah. for? I thought you had all white. Yeah, hey, buddy, you know, Dwayne, when we checked these, they were all white. What's going on? I've got a I've got a group of red lights that I haven't put up yet this year. <clears throat> well, the image that I like here is this Greg standing on his deck, <laughs> watching this. See, <laughs> what uh, suburb are you in? I live out towards Young America. Yeah, Norwood, Young America. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta keep us tuned in now for chapter two. Oh yeah. If you do anything else, you gotta let us know. Oh, I definitely will. All right. I definitely will. All right. If I don't drive him insane first. All right. Goodbye. Thanks, Joe. Bye. The guy really was pleased with himself. Oh, he was. I don't blame him. That's pretty good. I blame him, too. See, because you're over there, you just flick, and you just, oh, it's a little flick, and the guy's going to go nuts. (laughs) And he turns around and starts scratching his head. What the heck? Especially if the guy, if the neighbor is uh, handy with with electrical work. To me, it wouldn't wouldn't even be funny because I would have assumed that it wouldn't work. <laughs> so I just let it go. Well, they come on once in a while.
At Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, they are your go-to destination for everything that you need for your New Year's celebration. Over 130 flavors of brats, bone-in prime rib, boneless prime rib, beef tenderloin, porterhouse, ribeye. They are the place to go for your party celebration for this New Year's. Don't forget about the meatloaf, salmon. They've got you covered at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Check out their entire selection online at grunhoffersmeatmarket.com or just simply stop into their store. It's the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Joe. How careful do we have to be? <laughs> We're okay, buddy. He hasn't figured it out yet? We're okay. <laughs> Did you go rheostat? Here's here, here's what happened last night. All right. Got home, put the rheostat in. <laughs> now, he, he had called me, and we talked about fixing what he thought was a problem. Right. So let me let me let me let, let me let me interrupt you. Let me shut this up again for people uh, just tuning in who didn't hear. Uh, Greg has run about uh, what two thousand feet? Uh, pretty close to about twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred feet of electrical wire to his neighbor, and uh, ran it back to his house so he can uh, really uh, fool with the neighbor's Christmas tree lights. Okay, pick up the story. And uh, and let's make sure that everybody understands. I'm not stealing any electricity or anything. No, you're just turning on, on and off his lights. We're just messing with his mind a little bit. Right. So, anyway, we got the rheostat in, throw the ladder on the truck, and we run over, climb up on the barn, and we're looking and talking. He says, you know, I don't, I don't know. And I said, well, you know what I think it is? I've been thinking about it. I think what happens is because when the wind blows, maybe it's got a little bit of a short in it. I think let's just... Take this section down, mm-hmm. go into town, buy a new set of lights, and put them up. Yeah. Great idea, he said. So away we went. Get back. We put them up. Put all the lights up and everything, and and turns them on. Of course, they work. Mm-hmm. Everything looks great. Mm-hmm. So last night, we didn't mess with him. We wanted him to, you know, revel a little bit in his glory. Absolutely. But now tonight? Yeah. <laughs> As soon as I see him outside yep. and the lights go on, yep. we're going to just slowly turn them <laughs> I know you got to get going to uh, to Patrick, but uh, no, boy, I could have told you some stories. He was in. He was just fit to be tied last night. No, Patrick's not going to be on today. So oh. I got I got another minute here. We can talk. <laughs> well, he, he said, man, I drugged my wife out here. I couldn't figure out what's going on. Yeah. The lights go on, lights go off. Right. I checked all the connections, all the plug-ins, thought I blew a fuse. I walked back outside, I look at the lights, they're off. Oh, this is unbelievable. All of a sudden, the lights come on. <laughs> Wait till they dim on the guy. What? What's going on? Yeah. So, I let somebody else that lives out by me in on the little secret, and he says, well, here's what you got to do. You dim him, and after you mess with him tonight, and he calls you back up and wants to, you know, have you come and, and help him again, mm-hmm. says you want to make sure that you don't get too far, because if he calls an electrician out to see what's going on, obviously you're going to get busted. Mm-hmm. So he says, maybe what you want to do is mess with him again tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, then leave him on for a couple of nights, mm-hmm. mess with him again on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're going to mess with him tonight a little bit, see what happens. I'm sure I'll get a phone call from him. And uh, we tried to set up the video camera last night from the deck to see if we could actually you know, see anything mm-hmm. or focus on anything, and it's just it's too dark. How far away is he? Oh, he's probably, in city terms, probably two blocks maybe, somewhere in that neighborhood. But you can clearly see when he comes outside. Oh, yeah. From your deck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now tonight you'll try the uh, the rheostat. The, the rheostat is it, and it it is ready to go. Yes. All right, you got to call us tomorrow. Oh yeah, we will. All right, call tomorrow. I will. All right, thank you. Have a good night. All right, all right. Bye. Oh, it's going to be wild. The guy will be out tonight, warm, really proud of his work, and the dimming will start. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make 
on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. All right, now for the third day in a row, the update from Norwood Young America. On the Christmas tree light prank. Greg. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Is everything still all right? <laughs> God, life is fun. Is he, is he still unsuspecting? He's got an electrician coming out today. <laughs> yeah, but that... But, but you got to understand, Joe, it, it, it has cost me something because upon hearing this uh, last night... Yeah. I knew it was going to be caught if the electrician showed up. Right. So. Did you sneak over? I sat my alarm last night for 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Took my my little flashlight and went over and took everything out. (laughs) And pulled it back far enough away that there's no way in the world he's ever going to fight it or the electrician. Oh, this is too good to be true. Oh, man. <laughs> now, now, did you ever try the rheostat on him? <laughs> yeah, Joe, we did the rheostat. That's why you called the electrician? Last night. Yeah? Oh, you have to bear with me. I've been laughing for 24 hours. <laughs> Last night he gets home. Yep. And... Oh, man. <laughs> the light... The lights were on, and he, he came out of the barn, and I tried it, and it worked perfect, but he didn't see it because he was walking the opposite direction. Yeah. So I waited for a little while, and he came back out of the house, and as he was walking back towards the barn, I just took him really slowly, dimmed him all the way down, so he just, <laughs> just barely on. Did he stop in his tracks? Stop dead in his tracks. <laughs> then I stole then slowly pushed him back up so they're on full bright again. <laughs> he walked over to the bar and he's just shaking stuff. <laughs> shaking the lights like crazy with the stick. <laughs> and I slowly dimmed him again. <laughs> then I brought it back up, then I quick shut him off. <laughs> He disappeared in the barn for a little bit. Oh. He came back outside. He had his ladder and he sat his ladder up and climbed up there. He was checking his plugs while he was checking his plugs. I had it on. Yeah. When he got to the last one, when he connected it back up and I saw it come on, then I slowly dimmed him again. This guy's going to shoot you up. <laughs> So he gets off the ladder. <laughs> when he gets down on the ground, oh. I turn it back on again, and he takes his ladder and he throws it on the ground. <laughs> he goes stomping off into the house, and my phone rings. It's him. <laughs> it's him. And I saw it on the caller ID, but I was laughing so hard I couldn't answer the phone. Oh. But I looked at the answer machine answered. <laughs> Soon as you get this message, call me. I don't know what's going on with my wife. <laughs> You're not going to believe what they're doing now. Oh. And then, if, you know, a few choice words. And <laughs> hung up. Oh, my God. I, I get my composure and I call him back. And I can't really say what he said, but I was telling me what his lights are doing. I said, well, I'm looking outside right now. They look fine to me. He says, yeah, but every single time I, I seem to go outside. Now, last night, they weren't fine after, we, you know, we went over work on them. I thought we had it fixed. Yeah. He said, but when I go out now, he says, now they're doing the damnedest thing. <laughs> they dim all the way down. <laughs> then, 
and they slowly come back up. Oh, my God, this is the greatest. I said, well, I don't, I don't know what the problem is, but I got another call. I'll call you back after bed. And I was starting to laugh. I couldn't stand so, I went back outside, and he's watching it. I'm just doing it back and forth. Uh, oh, my God. And it pushing it up. I got it. The rheostat I got is a little slide switch. It's just perfect. Yeah. And so, I pushed the switch on, and so I bought the art. So, I quick jumped to my car, and I drove over to see him. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what's going on? So he begins to tell me, and he's cussing and swearing at the barn, cussing and swearing at the wife. His wife's outside, his kids are outside. Oh. He, he tried to explain what's going on, and he's throwing his arms here and there. Finally, him and his wife decide, okay, that's it. I'm calling my buddy, the electrician, and have him come out tomorrow and take a look. Oh, God. Figure out what's wrong. So and of course, thought, oh, nothing, no. nothing will be wrong. I'm in trouble now. Right. So. Howard writes, I have a vehicle with about 90,000 on it, and it's beginning to show its age. And this week it idled momentarily and mildly rough for the first time ever. My first thought was seafoam. So I headed to the local man mall with the orange silo to get some. I found what I needed, proceeded to get in line with my two cans. The line was long, and it just so happened I got in line behind an octogenarian gentleman who had his own bottle. He saw my cans and asked me what I needed them for, which evolved into a 15-minute conversation about all the vehicles he's owned, his personal cylinder journey. He told me he started working on motors with his dad when his dad was a mechanic for a grain belt, and the whole time I was talking to him, it was just like watching someone who had just entered a time machine and he was reliving key memories, like a, like the one where he got picked up for doing 135 miles per hour. The point of the story is to say that Seafoam isn't just a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. For me, it was an entry ticket into a wonderful conversation with a great living American that I might not have had were it not for Seafoam. That's a great story, Howard. Thank you very much. A great story about a great living American. Thanks, uh, thanks to you, Howard, and thanks to Seafoam for always being there. Truly a wonderful product. Hey, jailers, if you're looking to improve the water quality in your home, then trust my friends at Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer, and they have been serving Minnesotans for nearly 50 years, and they understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. They are also an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer, so whether you're looking to soften, filter, or you just want your water to taste better, they will help make your water worry-free. I'm a prime example. I went with the Connecticut system a couple of years ago. I have the S. 650 system inside my home it made an absolute world of difference it improved everything your 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 dishes your your laundry your showers everything inside your home gets better with Kinetico and my friends at Hofferman Water if you already have a water treatment system in your home well they can help you with service and repairs they specialize in Kinetico products but service many other major brands too they can also help with salt delivery filter changes parts repairs and more give them a shout today you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at HoffermanWater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you. Last night I got up, went over, unhooked everything, pulled it all back through out of the barn, Right. pulled it back over into the <laughs> kind of a low spot, about 200 feet from the barn. Right. Coiled it all up and laid it down. So now the electrician comes out when he starts to test everything. It's all going to be fine. Oh God, help us! Oh, <laughs> now you, then you'll rehook it up. And then, and then Sunday when he goes to church, I'll sneak back over and hook it back up. <laughs> and uh, no one, uh, he's got to know that everyone who listens to the radio is in on the prank now. Because other people have got to know you two, and yet they're they're playing along, and no one's telling them. He doesn't know yet. Oh my God! If, if he does, though, he's sure acting great. Oh, this is this is the best. This is the best. 
So, so things are dormant till Sunday. <laughs> I'm not going to. You can't. I don't want to have to wake up and go no, no. in the middle of the night again. No, no. Sunday will be fine. <laughs> so, so Sunday I'm going to go hook it up. And then I think what I'm going to do is, after I get rehooked up on Sunday, I'm going to do it just like one time the next week. Mm-hmm. And then the next Sunday, if he's gone, <laughs> or if I notice that they're gone for any period of time, if maybe they're going to go Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. and I might sneak over there and put a different color in place of one of the colors that he has up on the house. <laughs> but I don't want to get caught because it's so much fun. I want to try and do it again next year. Oh God, this is this is this is this is just too good. This is too good. Now here's the deal. <clears throat> Our next update from you. <laughs> Our next update from you. Let's let a few days go. But can you call me Tuesday? Tuesday. I won't be. I won't be here Monday. Yeah. You call me Tuesday, and uh, because all all that's really going to happen between now and Sunday, the electrician's going to come over. He's going to pronounce everything fit. You're going to let the guy ride for a few days. He's going to go to church Sunday. You'll rehook up your stuff, and then Tuesday. Give us your fourth update. (laughs) And then when this is all over, you get the map, the CD, the hat, the shirt. You get it all. You get everything we got in the catalog. (laughs) And then for him, you know what? For for your buddy, too, we'll do the same thing. We'll make a GL pack for him once he finds out. Because he'll shoot you once he finds out. (laughs) But I don't want to find out. I want to do this again next year. All right. Well, okay. Then you you get the GL pack when this is done next Tuesday. You got that? Yep. Mum's the word. <laughs> Mum's the word. You know what? We wait, we can't do this though. What do you mean? He can't milk it and then do it again next year. We need to have this guy it's on the, on the air though, and we need to have the other guy on there with as no, Greg says. No, no. Hey. No, if Greg wants. I to, nailed you, buddy. No, if Greg wants to pull this off again, I think that's fantastic. This could be right. an annual GL event. Greg drives neighbor crazy. <laughs> Tuesday, buddy. Talk to you then, Joe. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. This poor guy's going to be in therapy oh, for this the next is, 15 this years. Oh, this is beautiful. So when they formed Polka Dot Dairy all the way back in 1956, you, you got to wonder, did Wally Pettit and Herb Coke really think... Uh, that their tiny little dairy distribution business would be uh, around all these years later. Uh, and they, there they are, uh, right on Highway 61. And we're going to be talking more about Polka Dot Dairy products in the next year. But this week, uh, we're talking about the most GL-friendly workplace around Polka Dot Dairy. They're looking for truckloaders at their Hastings facility. The shifts are Sunday through Thursday afternoon. Starting salary, are you ready for this? 48000 Now, this is going to be dock work, so you don't need a CDL license. Just a great attitude and the need to work on a great team with a bunch of GLers. There is physical lifting requirements, so if you're a strong man or gal, uh, you're the one that they're looking for. Get yourself a great job. Apply at polkadotdairy.com slash jobs. It's a great company. You make 48 k and you get to work with a bunch of GLers. polkadotdairy.com slash jobs. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with a couple of questions for you. Are you noticing a decrease in the following? Maybe strength, endurance, enjoyment of life, libido, or maybe it's just a lack of energy. Are you tired of feeling exhausted even after you eat dinner? I've got an answer for you. You need to call my friends at Everest Men's Health. From signs of low testosterone to other deficiencies, they examine every single area important to a man's overall health. And that allows them to develop an easy-to-follow plan that will ensure your success. It does not matter where you fall on the spectrum of men's health. The time is right now to come into Everest Men's Health and take the first steps toward realizing your best health possible. The great thing about Everest is their medical specialists look at the entire picture and they figure out what is causing these changes to you. They start with a full medical evaluation to check testosterone levels, important vitamin levels, blood levels, and overall body composition. And once they identify the deficiencies such as low T or vitamin deficiencies, they create a personalized lifestyle program that can include testosterone, 
testosterone replacement, medication management, vitamin and natural supplementation, and exercise prescription and nutritional guidance. Trust me, Everest is fantastic, and they provide a comfortable environment that is not intimidating like other medical clinics. They specialize in men's health, and they can be your doctor for all your health needs, and they will refer you to a specialist if needed. It's a wonderful environment and fantastic people. Go online right now to EverestMensHealth.com, and you can call today to schedule your $50 testosterone test at any one of their three locations in Woodbury, Plymouth, and now in Egan. And please let them know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. Hello, Joe. How are you? Everyone's waiting for the third installment in the update. Well, hang on. Here we go. All right. (laughs) So the electrician comes out. Right. And I went over and saw him later and talked to him, and he said, yeah. Well, you had disconnected all your stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I went over. I went over and took it all out as soon as I heard he was coming. I went over in the evening, right, about two thirty in the morning, and I hooked everything. Right. Pulled it all out. So I go over and talk to him, and he says, "Well, you have an electrician come out, and we took the box apart, and we dug through. He's here for like an hour. Couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. Checked everything out. Everything seems to be okay." Mm-hmm. Said, "Well, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you." I said. I looked at it, everything seemed to be fine, and it seemed to be working. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, okay, maybe, you know, maybe he's caught on. Maybe somebody might have let him in on the secret that listens to the radio. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, he's not really acting like he knows anything's going on. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what the hell, I'm going to do it. If I get caught, big deal. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a good time up till now. Mm-hmm. So go back over on Sunday and I hooked it back up. Right. And I wait till Sunday night. He walks out of the house heading towards the barn and I hurry up and ran out and got a hold of the switch and shut the lights off so I could see better and as he was walking towards the barn I started to dim him. <laughs> Joey stopped dead in his tracks and I could hear him from my house. Oh my God. Just and swear like you can't believe I mean and it was not he was having a cat he was screaming ran in the house did he call next you thing, next thing I see he's running out of the house dragging his wife pointing screaming and hollering at the barn so I just slowly moved him back up to the airbride again And I slowly turned them all the way down and set them off. <laughs> I hear him yelling at his wife. I got an electrician come out. The guy checks it out. He tells me there's nothing wrong. Now tell me there's something wrong with this or am I going nuts? <laughs> I can hear it from the house. He's screaming so loud. <laughs> Pulled it out real slow again, pushed it back up again, oh. all right. Oh. His wife just turns around. She walks in the house. <laughs> he walks over to the bar, <laughs> just grabs the cord, and just yanks it <laughs> across, the, across the thing in the yard. Stomps into the bar, and that was the end of it. Never plugged him in again. Oh. Rest of the night. Oh. So... <laughs> so I waited and went back over and talked to him the next morning before I went into work. I saw him get the kids ready for school bus. Got the office and talked to him. I said, so how's everything going? Wait till the kids get on the bus, Katie. And I was like, yeah, okay. Kids get on the bus. <laughs> get them the passenger side. You ain't going to believe this. Electrician comes out, checks the thing. Last night I'm walking outside. And the lights are going dim and back up to bright and dim and back up. He goes, Greg, I've just given up. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I'm plugging them back in again. I don't care. I'm not going to turn them back on anymore this year. <coughs> Is that where it's... Well, I said, well, you know, maybe, maybe you know, I, I, I can't answer that for you. I don't have any idea why lights would dim. Mm-hmm. I said they're Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. You got like a setting where they dim or what? You know, plain stupid. And he says, "Well, no, there's no setting like that. They just thought they're on." Mm-hmm. I 
said, well, I don't know what to tell you. I said, well, the electrician, did you call the electrician and ask him about it? He goes, yeah, I'm going to call the electrician. He goes, I'm not going to pay for that. He said, doing the same thing it was when he got here, and he said he didn't find anything wrong. Something's got to be wrong. <clears throat> so <laughs> I said, well, okay. So I come home that night. Wait, can you uh, can you can you uh, pick up the story after the news? Can you oh, st- sure. can you stay on hold? Sure, Huh? Is Randy sure, Meyer no all right? Yeah, let him go. All right, I'm keep keep, keep going, Greg. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so he calls me over and he says, "All right, electricity's coming out first thing tomorrow morning. We're going to get this checked out once and for all." Mm-hmm. So I I said, "Okay, that's it." I've had my fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get the stuff, and I'm going to get it completely out of the yard. I'm going to pull it all the way back over to the house. Mm-hmm. But I went over, and I got it. I pulled it all back over to the house. I hooked it. It took me like an hour and a half. Pulled it all back over to the house. <laughs> the next morning, I see the electrician there. I wanted to wait before I went into work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wait. I see the electrician there, so I drive over there. I said, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I said, his lights go down off, down off. Electrician goes in, he pulls the box off, he's looking all over, checks all the outlets, pulls everything apart again. He goes, I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong. My neighbors start yelling. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, these Christmas lights go on and off, and they dim slow, and then they come up fast till they're all the way on or till they're all the way off. My wife saw it, my neighbor saw it, and you can't fight the problem. I'm not paying the bill. So if an electrician gets into a big screen, imagine the electrician leaves. <laughs> and the electrician leaves. He, he looks at me and he goes, you know what? The hell is it? I'm not going to turn them on. I don't care if they're working now. I'm shutting them off. That's it for the year. Oh, so, gosh. So, Joe. Yeah. I got the whole thing for next year. <laughs> and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a buddy that's an electrician that's got an idea that he wants to try. Yeah. That he thinks we can actually make the lights pulse like in kind of like a chasing pattern. <laughs> so, so we're gonna, between now and next Christmas, we're going to work on that. Oh. See if we can't pull that off. Stay in touch. That was maybe what we would do next year. I know it doesn't get dark till after you're off the air, but I thought maybe what we'd do next year is if maybe you and Ricky wanted to come out one night and watch. We'd do it when you guys could come out and watch. We'll definitely do it. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, I'm telling you, I thought he'd do what I was up to. Yeah. No clue. Stay in touch, Greg. I will. Thank you. Have a great Christmas, Joe. Same to you. Thank you. Bye bye. It's a GL-only deal at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. We're going to get to that in a second. First of all, Liberty Safe, we all know it. It's the best safe on the market, and there are still plenty of Liberty Centurions uh, at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, loaded with accessories, plenty of ammo cams there, too. Uh, Liberty's best-selling safe, the Lincoln, it's in store. And Rich is still offering 12 months, same as cash financing. And finally, last year's sale price on all current in-stock inventory. You're not going to find this on the website or advertised anywhere else except GL. Uh, and you can go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You can see the inventory, but it's not even listed on his website. So to get these prices, you're going to have to call Rich or better yet, stop in and talk to Rich. Tell him you heard that hooplehead on GL talking about last year's sale prices, and you got it. The address in Maple Grove, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and, of course, on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Is this our guy on four? Yes. you got to be kidding me. Tom. Joe. You don't know how many people have asked about you. This is Tom, the Christmas light prankster. Hey, yeah, it is. A lot of things have happened since I talked to you last. Did... 
Did you have to move out of state? Uh, yes, sir, I did. I, uh, I now live down in Kimball, Nebraska. Did you have to move as a result of the prank? <laughs> no. Oh. If you remember, I had some problems with my father, and my father passed away, and I came down and took over the business. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Before oh. your father passed, though, did he get? Uh, did you let him in on the Christmas light rivalry bit? Oh yeah, he he knew all along. Yeah. Okay, good. Hey, are you pulling it on somebody down in Nebraska? <laughs> not not yet, Joe. I don't know my neighbors that well. I just moved down here in October. But so. you're you're scouting, aren't you? Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> but I but I had to call and tell you that that it'll give you a quick little update. This doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas lights, but. Doug, my neighbor, ended up moving away um, uh, up in Minnesota there. He ended up moving up to Deering, North Dakota in June. Well, well he, was, he had been and, driven crazy. And <laughs> Well, we, I, I don't know if you know, but we used to get each other quite often. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one of these, had one of these round swimming pool things that you have there above ground. They're like a three- or four-foot pool, and I don't know, the one I had I think was probably... 36 or 40 feet across, but it was a circular swimming pool, you know, the above grounds that they have in Minnesota there. You see them a lot. Right. Well, a couple of years back, I'd had a problem with algae in the thing, and I couldn't figure out how to get rid of it or what was going on. It turned the water green. Mm -hmm. Well, right about the time he left, my water was just green as could be in my pool, and I couldn't figure out what was going on with it. So I went into my swimming pool place and told them what was going on, and they gave me the chemicals I'd need to get rid of the algae, and I put the chemicals in and opened, the, pulled the cover part off of it a couple of days later, and it was still green. Mm-hmm. And the sides were green and everything else. I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I took the water in and gave it to the people to test, and they said, well, you know, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's really green, but... All the chemicals are testing that it should be killing all this stuff out. I mm-hmm. don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try it again. So we hit it with some more stuff. Well, after about $300 worth of chemicals in my pool, I finally took another sample in, and they sent it into a big laboratory out in New York. Mm-hmm. And we got the thing back about three weeks later and with a very nice little note at the bottom that said, we're not exactly sure what the idea was here, but somebody put green food coloring in your swimming pool. <laughs> well, I, I found out who it was. And boy, nobody deserved it more than you. The dirty dog put green food coloring in my swimming pool, uh-huh. and it made the sides of my pool permanently green. <laughs> so, so now, even though I do have new water... In the thing, when I got ready to leave, we decided to just pitch the liner and bring the other part with us. We buy a new liner this next year when we put it up. When we uh, last talked to you, uh, probably around this time last year, right? You were still in town last year, weren't you? Uh, I was kind of going back and forth at that time. But you were running the prank last year, I think. Uh, no, I don't think I. I don't think I was Joe because oh, I was gonna do. I was gonna do it, and then. You know, things happen with my father. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't around. I mean, I had everything laid out to do it. Right. So it would have been two years ago. Right. Well, the way I remember it is, I did it two years in a row and was going to do it a third and actually try and figure out a way to, for you guys to come out and watch it. I could have sworn you did it in '98. Then you had. Then you disappeared in '99, and I thought you were back last year. So maybe I got it wrong. Maybe you did it in '97, disappeared in '98, and did it again in '99. Because I know we had two years of reporting from you with a year in between. I, I don't remember exactly what the days Staff, are. Staff, could you help me? I'm too old. Could you get the show notes? Yes. Didn't we have two years of reporting from Tom with a year in between the, the pranks? The prank? You called last year. I called you last year. Yep, the, the, the Christmas of 2000. But was it my father in the hospital then? I don't know. I think you said you had some issues of some sort. Yeah. You were but you were you called us. I think you were pulling the rivalry last year, but you were you were in and out of town. Right. Okay. Well we, we had some stuff set up, but we didn't do anything elaborate like we did the years gone by. Right, where you drove the guy crazy. Yeah, we just stole some electricity from him that year. Right. Right. 
But the original prank was you had it arranged where by remote control you could sit on your deck and run his lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he went nuts. And could do many things with his lights. Right. And he'd come out and scratch his chin and stare at him, and you'd turn him on and off. And, <laughs> and now this poor guy is living in North Dakota. That's how desperate he got. Well, what 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 reminded me to call you, actually, was I was I was sitting down and doing some Christmas cards, and I had sent one last night to him. Mm-hmm. And I had decided in the Christmas card last night to let the cat out of the bag because I don't think he's, st- I still don't think he knows it was me mm-hmm. that gave him about a, I don't know, I think it was about a six or $700 electric bill over the years. <laughs> and uh, so I sent him a Christmas card with all that information in it. So I'm assuming sometime around the first of the year, I'll probably get a phone call. You might get a bill. Well, he can deduct a four hundred dollar liner right off the bat, and then say, "Okay, I owe you two hundred bucks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah you're, whatever the cost of the liner is, you can put that up against the electric bill. Joe, I'm guessing over the years we've probably cost each other a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the all timer, and we're going to replay it four o'clock. We're going to play some of the original calls on this rivalry, and well, they were they were fantastic. I just wanted to give you an update, and if I if I ever do find a neighbor down here that I'd feel comfortable doing the same things with, I yeah. might give a call back to you. All right, we'd appreciate it. All right, have a nice Christmas. Same to you. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. It's an award-winning uh, best of on Christmas Eve. Well, I mean, you know, sitting on your deck yeah. with binoculars <laughs> and watching this guy come out in the yard <laughs> and absolutely playing with his mind oh. had to be, you know, do you remember he was going to have us do the show from his deck and watch him <laughs> screw the guy's <laughs> mind up? Yes. But then apparently his dad got sick or something, mm-hmm. and then he began this travel schedule. Right. Because remember, we another thing we were always wondering about him, did he leave town because he was in trouble well, as, a, as a result of this? You know, no, I mean, did the neighbor you know show up with a shotgun or something? Oh, right. We yeah. were worried about him. Yeah. We were worried about his, uh, his health. Turns out everything was fine. He, he had to leave town to take care of family business. You can't beat that, though. A good rivalry like that. He mm. throws a little green food coloring in there. Mm. GLers, thank you so much for tuning into this Best of Garage Logic episode today. The uh, entire christmas light rivalry that i know a lot of you look forward to every single year so we appreciate you tuning us in and once again we'll have a a show tomorrow put together and a show on thursday and then the entire crew will be back in studio again next monday also don't forget to uh, head on over to the garage logic youtube page and hit that subscribe button where we are going to be posting multiple videos every single day for your enjoyment and hit us up on all of our social media platforms facebook twitter and instagram and don't forget to download that pod mn app for your smart device where you have the chance to win prizes daily just by listening to garage logic i hope you all of you had a wonderful christmas and we'll go out in the year in style here in the garage logic studios we'll talk to you tomorrow It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. GLers, the year is winding down. Now's the time to make the call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by calling 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. When you call that number, just like I did, by the way, you get Mr. Money Talk and you also get straight talk. You never get sugar coated advice. And Josh is with us once again here in GL. And Josh, I actually have a listener question from Doug for you to kick things off today. Uh, Doug that is sa- wonderful. Doug, Doug says... What can we help Doug with? He says, hey, Chris, will you please ask Josh if there's anything in particular that I should be looking for or doing this final week of the calendar year of 2021? What say you, Mr. Money Talk? What say I? Well, on other radio programs that I have been doing this year and since I've been doing radio on 1500 for many decade, I will say and pound the table. If you have not fully funded your IRA or 401k, make sure you do it as soon as possible. Yes, you do with your IRA have until you file your taxes to make a fully funded, but if you have not fully funded your 401k or IRA, do so now.
now it's to your benefit. You get a very nice tax deduction. We love tax deductions, and you'll be able to accumulate money towards your retirement on a tax-preferred basis. Yes, when you take the money out, depending on your age, whether it could be at 72 and a half right now, you will pay taxes on that money. Use the IRA or 401k, in my estimation, over a Roth IRA, but that's after-tax money. Do the pre-tax money and then put that money into a stock-oriented account. Avoid putting money into uh, bonds or bond funds, given the fact that interest rates move up, the value of bonds goes down. If you're looking for ultimate safety, keep the money in cash. It is to your benefit to invest in equities. Yes, over the next year and many years, the markets are going to fluctuate. On any given year, typically you have three to four, five to 10% pullbacks before things go up. In all likelihood, given the volatility of the marketplace or given some government action or inaction, at some time you could have a significant 30% pullback as happened at the end of 2018 and again in 2020. So make sure you prepare for that with an asset allocation mix that I have suggested for my clients, keeping up to 30% in cash and 30 to 60% in, I would consider, value-oriented stocks. These typically either have a low price earnings multiple or are mispriced based on their earnings and sales metrics relative to other companies within an industry or even industry to industry. And then a balance 30 to 60% is used for growth companies and for some short-term trading. I happen to focus, as we have talked, on companies involved in the internet, uh, companies involved in leisure businesses, China-related businesses, real assets such as real estate, and I do do some short term trading. Additionally, if you have some significant losses in your portfolio outside of your retirement account, you might want to realize those and balance those against any taxable gain. If you have losses, bear in mind that you have to wait 30 days until you re-enter that, that particular security. If you have a gain in a company, you can realize that gain now and go back into that company right away and just establish a higher cost basis going forward. Again, I would make sure going into the new year that you do have a little bit of cash on the sidelines to take advantage of what in all likelihood will be a little bit of a pullback, whether it's in the first or second week of the year, as worries continue about the about inflation and when the Fed is going to start moving on interest rates. And another worry has been with the Omicron variant of COVID and how that is going to affect different sectors of the market on any different day. And of course, you still have some of the political risks outstanding. I'm still a big believer, as we said, that technology wins out and I would weight my portfolio appropriately. Very good, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time to make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by calling 952-925-5608. Straight talk, never sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you once again for the time in the chat. Have a great day, and we'll wrap up the year on Thursday. You got a deal. Thanks very much, Chris. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.